Welcome to Healthy and Happy, a program sponsored by the East Jamaica Conference of Seventh-day Adventists and aired right here on your education and your wellness station, NCUFM. I'm Adise Jonas Murphy, and this week we have so much in store for you. You can't afford to miss what's coming up shortly. Please stay with us. In studio with me this evening is Pastor Carl Cunningham. He serves as the Sabbath School and Personal Ministries Director of the East Jamaica Conference and also as the Assistant to the President with Responsibility for Evangelism, Leadership Training, and Church Growth. Good evening and welcome to Healthy and Happy, sir. How are you? Fine, thank you. It's wonderful <laughs> to be here again on Healthy and Happy, a very wonderful program that has been engaging so many people and from which we have been learning so much yes. how to be healthy and happy through the years. Amen. Thank you. And healthy and happy, for many of our listeners, they are accustomed to hearing health-related discussions. But this week, we are going to be looking at health in a holistic way. We're going to be focusing yes. on a healthy and happy church and within the context of Mission 2020. Now, the buzz would have been going around past. It's not the first that we have been engaged as a church in evangelistic exploits or initiatives. Coming 2020, something huge is happening. Something big is happening. And all members of Seventh-day Adventist churches across Jamaica will be actively engaged in preparation mode from now until December for Mission 2020. Could you tell our listeners, those who may not be aware of what Mission 2020 is, what exactly is it? Incidentally, the church recognizes that its correct purpose, its true mission, is to carry on the sharing of the gospel that Jesus left as the role of the church in the community and with the community mm -hmm. through the years. And so this is another effort to keep the church on focus. Mm -hmm. In fact, the year is being dubbed the year of mega evangelism mm -hmm. and discipleship. And in this year, the church wants to get every member mm -hmm. to focus on the true purpose mm -hmm. and mission of the church. And so in this year of mega evangelism and discipleship, every entity of the church mm -hmm. is looking to be fully engaged with the community yes. to help people to focus on that which is most important. You know what the Bible says? Mm -hmm. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, kingdom of God <laughs> and his righteousness and the other things will fall in place. Amen. What like I love it. about Mission 2020, as you say, is the active engagement with the community. It follows the Christ model, you know, his approach. He interacted with men and mingled with men as one who desired their good. So I am looking forward to Mission 2020. As a matter of fact, as a conference, our preparations have begun. I know, Pastor, that the initiative has several objectives. One of them is to recruit and train every member, every member in the church uh, in pursuing transformation and to reclaim and reignite former and inactive members. Could you speak a little bit to this? It is the purpose of getting every member to get their maximum benefit mm -hmm. from being a part of the church. And yes, we do 
have a number of members who have been sort of on the periphery, mm-hmm. which would like to invite them to come into the central activities and blessings right. uh, as the church engages them. Mm-hmm. So firstly, we are calling those who are presently involved, including ourselves, to begin with seeking personal transformation. Mm. You know, we will agree, all of us, that many times individuals who encounter the church sometimes find <laughs> some imperfections. Right. And, you know, the church is really a hospital for sinners. We are Amen. all, nobody here is perfect. And yes. we make mistakes mm. every now and then. And sometimes, even in our best efforts to focus on what we're doing, we have rough edges coming across each other and right. somebody gets hurt. Mm-hmm. We would like to see the church deliberately working for personal transformation, for for the change in behavior and attitudes mm-hmm. of those who are in the church so that the church can become a nicer, more gentle, more tolerant, more understanding mm. community of believers. Mm. Why do you think people are leaving the church, though? I mean, it is a reality that confronts us. We go into the sanctuary, we see sometimes more pews than people. What do you think are some of the contributing factors? It's a complex issue, which involves several factors, including the one which I was just hinting on, that sometimes we're just not as nice to each other as we should. Mm-hmm. And I think while we can go and enumerate and list a large number of reasons. Primary among them, even that some studies have shown, is relational. Uh, People go where they find love and acceptance and friendship. Yes, Mm. and people stay there. The more they feel a sense of belonging and that Mm. somebody else is covering me, watching my back, right. caring for me, is the longer they will stay. It's also alarming, though, Pastor, that many persons who attend not just Seventh-day Adventist churches, but just church in general, are disengaged members of the church. What do you think are some of the factors, too, that contribute to disengagement? There goes the next one I would mm-hmm. have put on the list, <laughs> that one, if people are loved and cared for. Secondly, mm-hmm. is engagement. Right. And the idea is that people need to feel that they are worth something and their mm. contribution is appreciated. And that is why the ministries of the church are critical. Mm-hmm. All the various departments, and incidentally, the Adventist Church is an organization that has almost everything you can think of. There's a department that right. is relating to that. Uh-huh. And there is a possibility for many people to be involved. Mm -hmm. So the fact is that if people are not engaged, Mm -hmm. they will not feel a sense of responsibility and accountability. So that's part of the issue. Mm -hmm. And the church has to work seriously to try to get everybody involved. And like the old saying goes, there's a Mm -hmm. place for every worker (laughs) in the vineyard of the Lord, which becomes the motto now for ASI, one of the arms of the church which works with evangelism through the marketplace. Wonderful. I'm looking at another objective of the Mission 2020 initiative, and it is to make each Sabbath school class a missionary unit working with at least one soul for each month. Now, I remember Pastor growing up, you know, at my home church, North Street, 
I was actively engaged in Sabbath school. But I notice now that Sabbath school is not really the in place to be. I'm just being very frank from my observation. It's really not the place you get to early either. We don't get to church on time. And so many of us miss out from Sabbath school. How exactly do we plan to use this Sabbath school unit to accomplish this task when many of our members are not there? The fact is that each unit of the church and this is where we get the blessing of small groups. Yes. People do much better mm-hmm. and become more engaged if they are involved in a smaller setting. The church is a large place that people can get lost, especially in some of these um, sizable congregations. Mm-hmm. When you start having congregations bigger than 200 and 300 and going up mm-hmm. to 1,000 people, and so it's easy to get mm-hmm. misplaced. Right. Among. <laughs> <laughs> so it's critical that mm-hmm. the church focuses in a smaller setting on Mm -hmm. each person. And that's the role of the people we call Sabbath school teachers or unit leaders. So it's not just to go through the lessons at class, did you study? Yes, and it's not only meeting on Sabbath. Yes. They they should be functioning like a little family that looks out for the needs Mm -hmm. of each other. So let's get practical, yes. Pastor. So you're saying if I'm a Sabbath school teacher, my Sabbath school class probably could have a WhatsApp group. Yes. We could probably meet for potluck every Sabbath. And, uh, and during the week. And yes. during the week yes. we have Bible studies. So it's not just coming and sitting and saying, boy, I didn't study my lesson or I studied and make a one or two contribution. Right. And when the unit is closely knitted like that, it makes evangelism even easier. And by the way, this is the way we get to care for each other. Amen. When you come to the divine service, mm. what we call the divine service, as if every aspect of the church <laughs> is not divine. <laughs> what we call the divine service, that uh, 11 o'clock service. Yes. When you come there, the preacher, man, powerful, mm. uh, and we have some man great preachers, yes. um, but it's a monologue, mm-hmm. so to speak, where we get the opportunity to dialogue and to listen to right. each other, and everybody has a voice. Mm-hmm. It's in the Sabbath school. Amen. And this is something... This is a place, as a matter of fact, where we can better engage everybody. And there are three sets of people that we're focusing on as we go into this program through the Sabbath School. Firstly, mm-hmm. the members who are still here, but they're not fully engaged. Okay. So, so we, wanna, engaged. we want to go into divine service mm-hmm. and pick up these latecomers and so <laughs> forth and say, we, we, there's a place for you in Sabbath school. We want yes. you to come back to Sabbath school. And we want, to, we want to refresh and renew the program of Sabbath school to make it interesting mm-hmm. and something that you don't want to miss. Right. So that that group we have to go after and then to reignite. We're using the word reignite mm-hmm. them. In fact, the personal ministry department of the union has some interesting words that we, we'd like to help everybody to engage, mm-hmm. empower, mm-hmm. excite, evangelize. And it mm-hmm. begins with us working with each other first. And dare I say that's excellent. Yeah. And and then there's there's another group. There are mm-hmm. some who have completely left us for the time being. Mm-hmm. And I know no that... No longer they, coming to church. Yes. But, you know, when we do census taking and all of this, uh, assessing these individuals, mm-hmm. they say, I'm a Seventh-day Adventist. Keep my seat. I'm not going too wow, far. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
we want to go back to these people, especially as we are nearing what we see as a time of the end. We are in now and nearing the end as we see the prophecies being fulfilled. We want to say to these people, it's time to come back and yeah. let's be at one. Whatever the problems were, God is able. And together, as we collaborate and we work with each other, mm-hmm. we can work out those differences. We want to come back together. Mm-hmm. And thirdly, we believe that we have a responsibility to everybody we see to draw them to the love of Jesus. That's a part of the engaging. So it's a tripartite engaging. Mm -hmm. Engaging those who are inactive, Mm -hmm. engaging those who are active, and engaging those who have left us, so to speak, that we we are not seeing at all, and engaging those who are our friends in the community Mm -hmm. that will want to come and be part Amen. Of the system. Well, you know, Pastor, I know we're talking about the Sabbath School Department primarily now as it relates to Mission 2020. But really, it is, it's as you said earlier in the program, it's all hands on deck. It's yes. all departments. And we want each head of a department within the Seventh-day Adventist Church, because it is an initiative uh, spearheaded through the Inter-American Division, through to our union in Jamaica, and then now personalized by the East Jamaica Conference. That's the context within which we are speaking. Oh, yes. Directors, utilize whatever means necessary to engage, to empower, to equip uh, those members within your congregations uh, for mission and service. If you're just joining us, we're focusing on mission 2020 and the role of the church with the community. Mm-hmm. So, Pastor, I imagine we would have been training uh, lay preachers and evangelists in, in preparation for 2020 and the initiatives that will be taking place, evangelistic exploits. How many do we have in mind to train? Yes. May I answer another question you didn't ask before I answer <laughs> that one? Because the first thing we want to do mm-hmm. is to get ev- and, I, and I, I want to underscore the fact that you have mentioned and repeated that each department is yes. to be engaged mm-hmm. because the first thing we want to do mm-hmm. is to look at projects that will help the church members to be connected mm-hmm. with their community mm-hmm. and if every member is connected with somebody through a project and how are we going to get these projects done firstly we have to do needs assessment and see what are the needs. And we're not necessarily talking about something that is expensive right. and financially mm-hmm. prohibitive mm-hmm. and so forth. But, but we're looking at how in simple ways, yes. as an Adventist, I can be kind to my neighbor. And how I can meet their need. It's as right. simple as that. I can help my mm-hmm. neighbor look, at a, look after a child right. who is running up and down on the street when mm-hmm. they're at work. Or I and, can give an yeah, eye on right. somebody who has a mother who is ill. All sorts of wonderful ways in which we can. And so when every member through the various departments is mm-hmm. so engaged, mm-hmm. then we're going to need persons now who come in behind them. We, we have some people we call Bible counselors that we're training to help people to focus on their spiritual need. If you're just joining us, you're tuned into the program Healthy and Happy, sponsored by the East Jamaica Conference of Seventh-day Adventists and aired right here on your education and wellness station, NCUFM. We're chit-chatting with Pastor Carl Cunningham, who serves as the Sabbath School and Personal Ministries Director of the East Jamaica Conference, as well as the Assistant to the President with Responsibility for Evangelism, Leadership Training, and Church Growth. So, Pastor, we are talking about uh, Mission 2020. We're setting the, the context. It's 
it's everybody's business, all departments. We want to identify projects to be on board. We want to engage members who may be disengaged and members who may have left the church for one reason or another. But a part of our plan too is to train and recruit evangelistic preachers. How many do we have in mind? We would like to see within the context of East Jamaica, that is, um, Kingston, St. Andrew and St. Thomas, Mm -hmm. at least 150 active lay Mm -hmm. preachers Mm -hmm. for next year. Wow. And they may be working in tools or so. Presently, we have a number of them being trained. We have Mm -hmm. some who are active and experienced, Mm -hmm. and we're calling them back also to the table. And there are several things that we're doing to help to provide not only training, but resources to assist them in proclaiming the word Mm -hmm. and engaging others for their salvation. One of those resources is human resources. So I imagine Bible workers are going to be on location as well. And and we're looking at about how many? Yes, I always say Bible counselors, you know, because (laughs) these these folk are people who want to sit down and listen more than they talk. Yes. Who want to sit. Bible facilitators. Counselors, I get you. Right. (laughs) And and engage people. A, A lot of folk are not sure about themselves and they want somebody of spiritual maturity mm-hmm. and experience with a testimony right. who can guide them and mm-hmm. help them to understand the, the focus of the gospel is mm-hmm. returning man to a place of hope and assurance. Right. No matter what you're going through, mm-hmm. God is the center of Amen. gravity. Amen. God is the place where you begin. And mm-hmm. when you can get that right, mm-hmm everything else is going to fall in place. And sometimes many people have the answer, mm. but they just don't understand the pathway. Right. And this is the role of the Bible counselor to help you to ask yourself the right questions mm-hmm. and to find the pathway back to spiritual equilibrium. Mm-hmm. And this is what we're training people to do and to listen to you and help you find that way so we're looking at having at least 200 of those persons wow. working in assistance to the church members, yes. the thousands of church mm, members who amen. would be engaged in this work. We'll have the specialists coming out to assist them in the process. Amen. All right, let's get to it, Pastor. I imagine there has to be a roadmap for Mission 2020. Between now and, let's say, next year, the end of first quarter, what will the lead up to Mission 2020 look like? Okay, the first thing, other than the meetings we're having behind the scenes, engaging everybody who is critical in the terms of the stakeholders now of the church, we are asking the church for the entire month of November to focus on praying and asking for the power which we don't have by Mm -hmm. ourselves. And incidentally, too, today was the start of week of prayer. Mm -hmm. We start a week of prayer, which generally we have every year this emphasis on praying and seeking more spiritual fervor among ourselves. Mm -hmm. This year we're really heightening that concentration Mm -hmm. to ask every member, not just for this week, but for the entire month, Mm -hmm. to be in a time of search for a deeper, thicker thing mm-hmm. with God. Mm-hmm. And on the ninth, the end of week of prayer, yes. we'll be having a powerful zonal prayer convocation, mm. which will be held in four places. Okay. 
for the people in St. Thomas. Let me begin there. That's my, that's my parish <laughs> originally. Zone 4 is powerful. They're doing a great work. We want to commend our zone leader and the team yes. of uh, six pastors out there mm-hmm. who are leading the way with the lay leaders also. Great work being done. And they're going to be at the Morant Bay Church. Mm-hmm. And in Zone 1, where we have... In fact, in Zone 4, Pastor Melvin Francis leads the, way, leads the church there mm-hmm. in St. Thomas. And in Zone 1, the head church, so Come to speak, the, it, the first speak. church established as Adventist church in ah, Jamaica, the yes. North Street Church. We say amen um, to that. Pastor Alonzo White. That but they right. will not be meeting at North Street. They'll be meeting at Kencott, okay. um, where it's a special place also mm-hmm. because of the capacity and all of that. So we'll be at Kencott for a powerful day uh, with them for Zone 1. Okay. At the same time, Zone 2 will be at the Hagley Park mm-hmm. Church down 114 Hagley Park Road. Mm-hmm. And then the Zone 3 will be at the Constant Spring Church just across from the Kimlani Mart. There I call it is the Mart. A, yeah, the Mart. <laughs> there's a, the Seventh-day Adventist Church there. Uh-huh. And all the churches in Zone 3 mm-hmm. with the community. By the way, everybody is invited to oh. these prayer convocations that oh. will be held concurrently mm-hmm. in these four places. Right, so let's back up a little bit. So mm-hmm. you're saying that on November 9th, going to be, uh, pr- there's going to be a huge prayer convocation across the yes. four zones. Yeah. Uh, zone 1 will meet at the Kencott Church. Zone yes. 2 at the Hagley Park Church. Yes. Zone 3 at the Constant Spring Church. And Zone 4 at the Moran Bay Church in St. Thomas. Yes. What time do we begin? We're going to have one hour of just creating the atmosphere and praying without a structured program. Mm -hmm. There'll be a nice musical background and you just get on there, join a group and pray, Mm -hmm. pray, pray. We say push, pray until something happens. We're in God's labor of love ward Mm. and we're asking for God for deliverance for our nation and for our church and for the power of good over evil mm-hmm. in Jamaica. And so everybody can just come on and at one hour between three to four o'clock and just join a prayer group somewhere. And then what at four at o'clock mm-hmm. until six o'clock, there'll be a structured program which involves music and prayer and prayer and mm-hmm. prayer, the proclamation of the word mm-hmm. and a seminar on prayer you know the, the people ask jesus lord teach us how to pray how to pray mm-hmm. and we will learn that better Amen. and then we will hear testimonies yes. of answered prayer during that meeting Amen. Also. so all heads of departments you are being encouraged to be at these special zonal meeting spots and yes. also we're inviting members of the public as well to come in we're looking at mission 2020 the role of the church with the community there's so much to talk about uh, so little time passed about we started on the roadmap let's in probably about a minute or so complete the roadmap before we wrap up the program so november 9 is the prayer convocation what happens leading up to next year On the 18th to the 22nd of December, Mm -hmm. the youth will lead the way. Amen. In in a new term, we call it 
Camp Gressory. Camp Gressory. We, we generally have two Camp big programs mm-hmm. that involve thousands of people mm-hmm. during the latter part of December. Mm-hmm. This time we're not having two, which would have been Camp Youth Congressory mm-hmm. and Camp Meeting. Right. Now we're having one program. Fusion. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, not confusion, but fusion. fusion. <laughs> right. As we collaborate, mm-hmm. and we believe at this time uh-huh. that the best group in our church to put at the front mm. of this charge will be our young people. So and so youth congressory and camp meeting converging to become camp congressory. So that takes place powerful. between December 18, 18 and 22, 22, ending with yes. our officers' council. Uh, there is so little time, Pastor. We have to invite you back on our program as we talk some more about Mission 2020 and the role the church plays, of course, with the community. But we are so thankful for your presence. We now have a better understanding of Mission 2020 and our role. Yes, uh, I wish I could pray with the community before we leave. Mm -hmm. God, we just want to thank you again, Father, for the movement of God through your church to community, to draw men and women to the fountain that never runs dry. And, oh God, we pray that you will help each of us to be so engaged and to help us to pray and to say, like Isaiah, I will go. Amen. Thank you so very much, Pastor Carl Cunningham there, Sabbath School and Personal Ministries Director of the East Jamaica Conference of Seventh-day Adventists. He also serves as the assistant to the president with responsibility for evangelism, training, and, of course, church growth. On behalf of our hard-working production team, Errol Vaz, our in-studio engineer, we want to say thank you so very much for tuning in to Healthy and Happy. I'm your host, Adis Jonas Murphy. Join us next week, same time, same place, as we continue to talk about matters of health and happiness. There's a call going out across the land in every a call to all who swear allegiance to the cross of Christ. A call to true humility to live our lives responsibly, to deepen our devotion to the cross at any price. Then be sober, moving only in the spirit, as aliens and strangers in a hostile foreign land. The message we're proclaiming is repentance and forgiveness. The offer of salvation. Dying race of man to love the Lord our God is the heartbeat of our mission, the spring from which our service overflows across the street or around the world. The mission still the same.
Jesus' name.